In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you a story. A story about God and you and how often you talk to him. Okay, one day you and I are going to die, of course, and uh, we're going to go to heaven to be with Jesus. We know that because we believe him, and he rose from the dead. He's risen indeed, remember, and he promised that he will go and come back and take us to be with him in his father's house. So we know all that. So the last day is going to come. All the dead will be raised up, and we'll go to heaven. Now, we love, at least it appears to me, we love some of these unknown questions about heaven. Because I, I get asked them all the time, and I, and I wonder them myself all the time. These things that we just wonder, what about this in heaven? What about that in heaven? Will my pets be there, right? How many times has that been asked? How old will we be in heaven? Always kind of curious about that. You know, there's a lot we don't know. And it's fun to think about. Paul says that it's beyond anything you can compare it to. So even, even our imaginations are always going to fall a bit short. Most importantly, when we get to heaven, we'll see God face to face. And that will be new. And it, it's a little unknown, isn't it? What will, be the, what will that be like to be in the in the face-to-face presence of God, we'll see Jesus and finally find out, does he really have a beard and long hair or something else, you know? And by the way, have you ever wondered, what will your hair be like in heaven? Will you have a beard if you have a beard now? Or will your hair be long or short, right? All these unknowns. Okay, now, by the way, I've been trying to set you up. I hope it works. Got you thinking about all these things you won't you don't know yet. However, when we get to heaven, there will be some things that actually don't change one bit. Okay? There will be some things that will just continue from here to heaven and will just be as comfortable as it ever was, like, like it never changed at all. And one of those things that will not change will be God talking to you and you talking to God. It's, the conversation will just continue as it has been. Now, yes, of course, it will be different in the sense that you'll be even closer to God, but you're already close to God right now. Really, not much is going, is going to change in that regard. Right now, God is talking to you all the time in His Word, in the Holy Scriptures, and you are talking to Him in prayer. It's as comfortable as it always will be. And when we get to heaven, the conversation between you and God will continue as it always has, only even better. Okay? The other day I talked to someone on the phone I hadn't talked to, and I can't remember exactly. It's been two or three years since I've talked to them. And immediately, when she started talking, I knew, before she even told me who it was, I knew exactly who it was. Because, of course, as you all have had this sensation, I knew her voice right away. Isn't that funny? That it's been two or three years, and yet I, I knew like she was standing in front of me. I knew who it was. Okay? And that's a bit what I mean. God's voice is so familiar to us in His Word. It is. I mean... 
God is talking to us all the time and His voice is so familiar in His, in His Word and our voice to Him is so familiar in prayer that that conversation is just, it won't be awkward at all. It'll just continue right on. Another small example I could give you, if you live away from your family like I do, and then you go back, you go back home for a holiday or something, and there's never any awkwardness at all. It's not like oh, we have, you have to walk in the door and be like, oh, who are you guys again? You know, there's, there's nothing like that. You just, the conversation just picks up because, well, for one, you've been talking to them on the phone and over text and email all this time. The only difference now is you're just talking face-to-face, but it's the same conversation. So right now, you and God are talking. Talking the same way you'll be talking when we're face-to-face with Him in heaven. We know His voice. He knows our voice. right? We know His voice very well. We've got 66 books of His voice in the Scriptures. And I hope He knows your voice very well. You know, I hope you're praying to Him every day, just like we are today, this morning, all of us together. If He's not hearing your voice every day, well, I'll talk about that towards the end of the sermon. But Jesus is explaining all of this to us in the Gospel reading. He's explaining this relationship that God is our Father right now, our Father. We can ask from Him anything that we need. We can talk to Him directly anytime we need in prayer, just as you could at any time call up mom or dad if they're still alive, talk to them, okay? And Jesus says, look, guys, I'm not saying that you're going to have to like talk to me and then I got to carry a message over to the Father and we'll like play phone tag kind of a thing. No, I am saying that you, whenever you want, you simply ask your Father and He will answer you. Now, you've heard that so many times, you got to stop and think about how profound that is. You can, at any time, talk directly to your Father. What a thing that is to just say, our Father, Father who is in heaven. And the door opens and He's listening. He's right there, right? Our Father. Whenever you say that, Jesus is standing right next to you. Yes, that's right, our Father. What do you need from Him? Tell Him. How can we possibly exhaust how beautiful that is? You remember the story of the prodigal son. It's one of the more familiar in the Bible. He takes dad's money, goes to Vegas, you know, squanders it on drugs and prostitutes. He's living with the pigs, and he's so hungry. Man, I wish I could just eat the pig food. And then suddenly he gets an idea. I'll go back to dad, and he's, we get this, what he, he plans out his exact words, okay? We get them twice in Luke 15. So this is what he's going to say. I, I, I'm going to go to dad, and this is what I'm going to say. Father, I've sinned against you and against heaven. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Now, that is the truth. That's the truth of all of us. We are not worthy to call God our Father or for Him to call us His son or daughter. Why would God ever want to talk to us again? Just like the prodigal son's thinking, why would Dad ever want to talk to me again? Right? Why would God want us to talk to Him? We're ungrateful for everything He gives us. Good night. We're always complaining. We don't have enough. We're not thankful for what He gives. We're lazy. We waste half of the things He gives us. The worst thoughts are always going through our mind. 
things we'd want to do, things we'd like to see happen to other people. We are terrible sons and daughters. Why would God ever want us near Him? Or why would He ever want to talk to us? But notice that Jesus keeps saying, in that day. He uses that phrase a couple times, or He says, the hour is coming. So what day is He talking about? He is talking about the day when the door swings open. The day when He dies on the cross for our sins and rises from the dead. That is the day that now the Father opens the door with welcome arms like the father of the prodigal son and says, welcome, this is your house, come in. The day the, the Father receives us as His children because Jesus has brought us to Him. He's opened the door. So, you, on the front of the bulletin, I put that picture of the open door. And that's become, part of me, I know I've used it a lot, that's become my, one of my favorite pictures for prayer that has helped me a lot. Okay? This, this, and it, it's a picture that's all over the Bible of a door open. So, for instance, uh, Jesus says, I am the door. You remember that? He says, strive to enter through the narrow door. He also says, knock and the door will be open to you. He tells the parable of the friend at midnight who goes to his neighbor, knocks on the door, needs bread. Okay, this picture is all over the Bible. And that's exactly what Jesus has done. And the prodigal son was absolutely right. We are not worthy. We are not worthy to go and call God our Father. But the door has been opened by Jesus for us to come home. He's paid the price with His blood. And we in the Lutheran church, it's why we emphasize so much the sacraments, baptism, communion, absolution, because those sacraments are where God is is always bringing us back into His house. He's always opening the door for us. So baptism is like God opens the door and hoses us off, you know, like cleans us off so we can come in in and not, not get the house all dirty. Communion is God setting us down at the table. Here's all the food, right? Here's the body and blood of Christ given for you to make you one. And absolution is every time we need a bath. We need to be cleaned up, wash away the sins that have accumulated. And that's how then we can, because of all those things being brought into God's house, then we can talk to Him and say, Father, our Father, that's what Jesus has done. Many of you have been going through Hebrews, the Sunday morning study with us. And um, in Hebrews 10, we get this exact image. Therefore, brothers, see, we're, we're all a family. See that language? Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, since we've got confidence to walk right into God's house, he says, let us draw near. You, you recognize those words there in one of our liturgies. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. It's such a beautiful image. Okay? And that, that's you. That is the story of you. God the Father with the door open because Jesus has opened it saying, come in, He's going to take care of you and answer all your prayers. So let me try to bring, bring this together for you. You right now are living in God's house because you're His child. Because Jesus has brought you in through the door. God is talking to you all the time in His Holy Word in the Scripture. You're talking to Him in prayer. He's your, he's your dad. You're His child. The conversation is good. And one day, you'll just simply carry that conversation from here into the kingdom of heaven. Okay? Now, there's only one thing left then to ask you. 
to ask every one of you in this story, how often are you talking to him? How often? How often are you praying? How well does God know your voice? Because if he doesn't know your voice that well, it's pretty simple. Just make a plan to change that. My experience lately, like, well, I mean, I've only been a pastor 15, 16 years, so this has been my experience the whole time. My experience is that women, those women of you out there, are much better at prayer than men. That's been, that's been almost my blanket experience, okay? Of course, that's part of a much bigger problem in the church. They call it the feminization of the church, where we've come to act like church is only for ladies. It's not a, it's not a manly thing at all. But Jesus is the manliest man who has ever existed in the history of the world, and he prayed all the time. He was always praying. Okay? And he sang all the time. You know, sometimes I wish, you know, in some perfect little world, sometimes I wish I could take all the men, all you men here, I wish I could take you with me to some of the conferences I get to go to, because it's always all men. And like this last week, it was only 15 to 20 of us men, but you, I mean, we blew the room out. I wish you could come and hear it, because I think it would encourage you and give you some boldness. I mean, the, th- those were some of the manliest men I know, and they're all singing and praying with all their might. Okay? Now, we've always got our excuses. Well, we're too busy, too busy to pray. Don't, I don't know what to say. I'm not good at praying. But it's just, you understand, it's just excuses like anything else in life. Just stop the excuses. Make a plan to get better. And if you say, well, I don't know where to start, and I say, I know where to start, just start by saying the Lord's Prayer every day. You men and you women also, I'm, not, I'm talking to everybody, but especially I'm talking to men. You men, say the Lord's Prayer every day. It's that simple. You get up, you say, you got it memorized, you don't need a book, you don't need anything. Just get up and say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You pray to Him, okay? And then, once you get that down, because that's pretty easy, then take step number two, pray at every meal. Now you're, now you're like well on your way. Now you're praying like three or four times a day you're talking to God and He's hearing your voice. It's that simple. You know that prayer too. Come Lord Jesus. Or you can do other prayers. You make a plan to talk to God more and more and more. Finally, I started by saying that um, when we get to heaven, we're going to be talking to God face to face. But I don't want to give you a wrong impression about that. Understand that when you pray right now, when we're praying this morning, God is just as close to you right now. So I tried to put a picture together, but I failed a little bit. On the sermon insert, I, I, I can't find a... So one of you that's a really good artist, before this time next year, if you could draw a picture of somebody praying... And then draw a picture of God, the Holy Trinity, right there listening. See, I tried to squash two pictures together on the bulletin insert, but it didn't quite work. My daughter Lydia said, eh, no, didn't turn it. But I used it anyway. But somehow get this, get this into your heart and mind that when you sit down or kneel and you say, Our Father, God is right there. He's not somewhere else. He's not like, hold on, I'll get to you in a second. He's 
right there, listening to your every word, okay? Um, so I tried to show you that. Uh, he can hear your voice because he's within earshot. So talk to him. Call him Father. Ask him for what you need. Pray. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.